0: Welcome, I'm your host Ramonda Jan, the founder of Women Thrive Media, visibility expert, and inspirational speaker. I founded this global community for women so every woman who is starting or running a business can feel like she has found a place to belong. So every woman is empowered to use her voice and share her message with the world. Hello and welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm so excited for you to meet our special guest today, Tanya Neuboldt, a life transformation strategist, as well as author, speaker, and expert in perinatal mood
1: disorders. So Tanya, welcome to today's podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored and excited to be here and to talk to you.
0: I think our audience are going to enjoy this conversation because today we're talking about something that perhaps not everyone is talking about. And I think there are a lot of women who are suffering in silence. So today we're talking about the loneliness of motherhood and the things that women are going through but perhaps no one is talking about. So Tania, you have an incredible journey that you have taken yourself from your own childhood, as well as through your journey as a mother. And I'm really looking forward to just getting for your for our audience getting to know you and your story. So tell me a little bit more about what you do today, and maybe we'll go in a little bit more into your background story.
1: Well, today I'm very grateful to say because of my journey and experience that I am a life transformation strategist. What that means is I coach people to change their life to what they want it to be. And this came about because I have had many moments in my life where I felt incredibly lost and did not know how to navigate or where to turn and how to get that help or information I needed to be able to understand myself, have self-compassion and change my life. So I love to help other people do that.
0: Yeah, amazing. So tell me a little bit about your story and what you've gone through.
1: I am initially, I'm from the UK, I was adopted there, moved back to the United States and grew up in Michigan, moved to California to be an actress, and had the fortune of doing quite well out here. While I was in California, I met my husband, and didn't get pregnant till quite late in life. I got pregnant naturally at 42, was very excited and had my beautiful daughter at 43. As I was pregnant, and this is very key because we're going to be talking about perinatal mood disorders, about four and a half months into my pregnancy, and I was very excited to be pregnant, healthy, all as well. I found myself on my kitchen floor, on my hands and knees, hysterically sobbing, was not coming out of my nose. I remember just watching it drip onto the gray tile floor and I'm thinking, um, I don't think this is normal, right? So in that moment, I took myself to therapy and I'm very glad I did that. But even with that, and we'll talk more about this, I don't know that the therapist knew what was actually going on with me. You know, we touched on childhood things, this, that, And then the time came for me to have my daughter. I scheduled a C-section because I was 43. I didn't want to mess around. And when I had her, the epidural caused me to have very, very severe, like shaking, violent shaking, throwing up. And this went on for six hours where most women are in recovery for one hour. So that is classified as a traumatic birth. She was fine, but that's what I went through. After that, I came home. And within two weeks, it was like the light went out. I went from like, I have a baby to, oh my God, I can't keep doing this. My baby had colic. She did not sleep. I am someone who needs my sleep. My husband works a corporate job. So he had to sleep because he's a provider. He had to work. And that was the beginning of spiraling into a depth and darkness I have never experienced. I've never had depression But all I can tell you is I went from having that depression as night would come, horrific anxiety, like jumping out of my skin anxiety, because I knew nighttime was coming. It was going to be another long night. I wasn't going to sleep again and the level of exhaustion. So from there, I began to have what's called obtrusive or intrusive thoughts. What that means is you begin picturing things that you don't ever want to have yourself think of. Mine was throwing my baby off the balcony and I would picture it over and over and over again. It was horrifying. I never hurt her, I never touched her, but this would play like a groove in a record in my mind which then sends you into more post-traumatic stress because now I'm a horrible human being and a horrible mother. And I can't tell anyone I'm having this thought because everyone's going to think I'm crazy and want to take my baby from me. That leads into panic disorder. Now I'm afraid someone is going to come take my baby. So I don't want to leave the house. I don't want to go anywhere. And I isolate myself from all my friends and it was a very, very rough time. I was going to leave my husband and baby, fly to Paris, go get lost in the UK because I got my passport, <laughs> and I really thought that they would be better off without me. And that was my truth in that moment.
0: Wow, it's. You know, I'm really sorry for us so to hear what you've gone through, and this is why I guess we're talking about the loneliness of it because as it sounds, like what you were going through was so severe. It was like one thing after the other, but then you feel so alone. And I don't know about, you know, women listening to this, if they have gone through something similar or going through any, to, to, to any extent to something with, through something similar, it's so lonely. How did you get through that? And first of all, how did you feel in that moment when you were going through and what helped you get out of that situation?
1: You know, I was very thankful because as I was going through it, I had a couple of very dear friends that knew me well enough. And they were like, this is not Tanya. This is not the woman we know. And one, her name was Tina. She would always check on me. She would invite us over on Friday afternoons for, you know, even though they're little babies just to hang out. And I would live for that moment. And then my other friend, Tammy, she ended up giving me a book that Brooke Shields wrote called Down Came the Rain. This book is still so good and so relevant. If anyone suspects or is concerned that they have perinatal mood disorders, I read this book and she talks about her journey that she went through. And I was very resistant to read it at first, because when someone hands that to you, you're like, oh, I don't have that. I'm not going to read that forget it. I'm just tired. That's what I'd say to her. I'm just tired. And eventually I was like, oh, yeah, but I think something's wrong here. And so I read it and that was the first time I went, Oh my gosh, I have postpartum depression. And it was such a relief to recognize that there actually is a label for what I was going through. I was not crazy. And what I really want to impart to anyone listening if you are navigating this or the fear of navigating this it is not permanent it is not a permanent part of your life i thought it was when i went through it i will say if you are having thoughts of harming yourself or harming your baby to the point that you're afraid you actually might please do not be afraid to reach out and get help go to the hospital Get your blood drawn. Find out, is there an imbalance in your hormones that can easily be fixed? Tell someone that you feel safe, that you can talk to. And if you don't feel safe talking to anyone, take yourself to the hospital because you can navigate it. I promise you, it does not have to end in a bad way. And we hear these stories. And I used to be someone who would be like, how can a woman drive her car? into a lake with her children in it and kill them. What's wrong with her? Arrest her, throw her in jail. She's horrible. Now that I've navigated what I have, I've come to realize when we go through these moments in time, we are not in our right mind. It's it's mental health. And if we are not mentally healthy, it does not mean we're a horrible human being. It just means maybe we need medication. Maybe we need therapy. Maybe we need a mommy group where we can say, oh, I can't do this. Oh, that's how I feel. And then you go, oh, I'm not alone.
0: Yeah, I think it's, you know, in in many ways, that group support, whether you're raising children, whether you're starting a business, whether, you know, you're trying to navigate something for the first time, such as motherhood, just having access to that support and guidance and knowing that you're not alone is such a huge part. You know, I remember when I was going through depression, I didn't know it was a depression and I felt so alone. I didn't know who to speak to, so I didn't. And I just struggled through it myself, trying to find my yeah. way. And it's so hard, as you say, to kind of recognize that it, you're in that situation. You don't want to accept
1: no, you really don't. And actually, Ava's godmother at the time sat me down. I'll never forget this. And we had gone to breakfast and she looked at me and she said, something's wrong with you, Tanya. And again, I was like, I'm tired. I have a baby. And she started bawling. She said, no, something's wrong with you. And it was like this, oh my gosh, you see me. You see me. I'm not not covering it. And it was, I I remember it as if it happened last week, like driving home, like someone had just, it's like someone caught you stealing something like that fear of like, something's really wrong with me. But that did lead to me reading Brooke Shields book, being able to recognize, and then I chose to get help. So for me, I was very holistic, did not want to take any antidepressant, even though it was recommended to me. And I did eventually take 5-HTP and Meta-Epo hip oil, which acts like a natural Prozac. And it took about two weeks. And I was five and a half months into Ava being on this planet. And then I finally, I'll never forget this. I was in my kitchen and I looked out the window and I went, oh my God, I think I'm okay. And that was the beginning of the healing. But I will tell you, if you have fear of medication, please don't because you do not need to suffer. And you will not be on the medication forever. Medication is there for a reason. And having a healthy mama mentally is far more important than saying I will not take medication, your baby will be fine. And do it. Yeah.
0: So where you are today, you clearly got through those difficult moments. But how do you feel that these difficult moments in your life have shaped you
1: and your purpose and your
0: passion and what you do today.
1: Oh my gosh. I love that. You just asked me that question. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a good question because everything. And, you know, we had talked about this when you and I first met, sometimes I like to say your mess is your message. So we go through these things. I don't know of one person on the planet who has not navigated some form of trauma, whether it be from childhood teenage years, as an adult, divorce, death, children, all of the different things. But when we recognize that we actually come here to learn and grow, I think the the mistake that a lot of people make is they want everything to feel good and they want it to be easy and they don't want to recognize when things are not good we go through these things. And if we can, I like to say I'm in a growth phase when I go through different things. Now I recognize, Oh, I'm growing as a human being. And the, the biggest teachers in my life have been the biggest traumas and tragedies I've gone through. And I am so grateful for every single thing, because now as a 57 year old woman, I am in gratitude For the simplest things, we woke up today, we're here, we're talking to each other. I have a cup of coffee next to me that I can drink. I have the ability to connect with you across the world. Like there are so many beautiful things, the grass outside, a bird flying by. Gratitude is everything. And the more we stand in gratitude for everything that in our life and what we've gone through, even when it's so uncomfortable to go through, the more we are blessed as we move through our life. Yeah, oh my
0: God. I, I love that you shared, It's like, I was nearly shedding a tear because it's those moments, you know? And I think it means so much more, just as I say, those little moments, like when you were standing there after those difficult moments in your life and you're looking outside, it was like, now I'm fine. I feel myself again. I feel yes. like it means so much more after you've been through something so tragic or difficult. Yeah. Even the simple daily things, you become so, so grateful. And I have this gratitude feeling every day I wake up or before I go to bed, I'm like, I'm just so grateful.
1: <laughs> Me too. Me too. And it's and you're so right about that. And it's like when you can really recognize and I do think going through these difficult moments, it is a gift if we look at it that way. Because you have a choice. You are either the creator of your life or you're the victim of your life. And you cannot be both at the same time. So what is more interesting to you, the audience that's listening? Would you like to be the creator of your life or the victim? Because the more you stand in being the creator and in gratitude, magical things begin to happen in your life. And it really does work that way. And Tony, I know you have
0: some amazing and very, very inspiring projects that you're working on. And every time we speak, you you know, it's just so inspiring to see the things that you're pursuing. So tell us a little bit more about the various things that you're currently involved in and just different passions that your life has led on to. <laughs>
1: Well, thank you so much for asking. My my friends say I'm the busiest human being that they know, and I think that's probably true, but I have to tell you, I love my life. I love everything I do. I um, currently have, I have co-authored a book called Absolute Vision, so it is on Amazon. You can order it, and it's 21 authors, and it's basically what we just talked about, the story that has turned into a vision for each and every human being in this world has something that they can do that with and i am also i've written the first draft of my memoir so i'm getting ready to go into the rewrite and that will be launched this year in 2023 and i'm saying that to make sure i do launch it in 2023 (laughs) to get it out there i have um also been blessed to get a vision to create a piece of jewelry called so so heart And sozo is a Greek word that means redemption and revival. And my goal with this piece of jewelry is that every woman on the planet can wear it much like the breast cancer awareness ribbon. So if you're wearing it and I'm wearing it, we're like, ah, I see you. I know you. I can connect with you. You're a safe person for me. So it's to create a global community and tribe. And that's what I'm doing with that. And then I also collaborated with Ubalam Candles, this beautiful woman named Felani, and created a candle and diffuser that targets depression, anxiety, the candle gives a sense of grounding, the diffuser helps quiet the mind for sleep, and that's to help new moms navigate this non-toxic, all-natural products, recyclable, sustainable but also it will work for everyone it smells fantastic. So just a few things and, oh, I'm a jewelry designer too.
0: <laughs> I love it. When we first connected and, you know, I heard your story and just your passion for life and your passion for helping others, you know, when we go through things, I think it, like I, like you said, that our strategies and, and our are challenges in life are the biggest gifts and i feel like we have the mission to then give back and support others so when i've heard what it is that you do and the passion that you have for supporting other moms so they don't have to go through this i thought my god we have to get your story out there so Mm. i'm super blessed that we have you featured on a summit in 2023 at the women thrive summit Yes. I'm very, very excited about having you on our stage this year.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited to do it. And I really want to impart to anyone listening as you're going through your tough times, whatever that is for you, and you're asking, why is this happening? Why am I going through this? Here's a little nugget. Instead of saying, why me? Why not me? Because we will all go through it. And then you may not understand in the moment. And it may seem like, why didn't I get that job? Why didn't I get to marry that man? Why did not And then time will go by and you'll look back and you go, oh, that's why, that's why. So trust, trust and faith.
0: We can never really learn the lesson whilst we in the lesson, we learn it afterwards. And as I say, you just have to have trust that whatever reason this thing is happening in your life there is a reason there is a bigger purpose and it's usually much greater purpose than you think why are you going through right now
1: well my going through the perinatal mood disorders led to me having the forethought and co-creating a documentary when the Bow breaks a documentary about postpartum depression that brooke shields narrated and executive produced and I had the fortune of working with two amazing women. Jamie Lynn Littman was the director. Lindsay Gerst was also producer, the three of us. And it's now in 200 countries and six languages. And it has saved lives. Wow.
0: What is the name of it? And where would people find it?
1: So it is When the Bow Breaks, B-O-U-G-H, a documentary about postpartum depression. And you can find it on iTunes and Amazon Prime, or you can go directly to our website, whenthebowbreaksfilm.com.
0: Oh, beautiful. Well, we'll make sure to add that in the show notes. Uh, for those of you listening today, please leave a comment. Let us know how you enjoyed this episode. If you wanted to get in touch with Tony, and Tony, I know you do some coaching and transformational work. What, what does your work look like and how could people get in touch or just take that first step? If they feel they could relate to something in this conversation, maybe they're seeking out for help and they're feeling unheard and they're feeling lonely. They just need someone to talk to. How can people reach out to you and what are the ways to perhaps work with you?
1: Thank you so much for asking the easiest way is to go to tanyanewbold.com so it's t a n y a n e w b o u l d.com that's my website and book a discovery call with me it's complimentary and I, what we do is we have just a lovely conversation to find out how can I support you? What are your needs? And where are you now? Where would you like to go? And what I'd love to offer, if you say that you heard about me through our lovely podcast, that I will give you a 10% discount off of pricing. And also to, I work with people. I do have a rate, but it's more important to me to help people. So even if you're like, oh, I don't know, just call me, let's talk because it's more important that you get the help that you need than it is about anything else. So I am open. And when I coach people, just to give you a little highlight, we talk about the use of language, Gratitude, breathing, all of these different things, and I impart tools to you that you can instantly use and implement, and you will use for the rest of your life. I have no interest in having someone for a long, long time, like a therapist. My goal is to get you where you want to be, up and running. Let's do it, and I am here for you.
0: Yeah, I, I love that you're you're that kind of woman, up and go, because. You need that sort of energy in order to do what you do in your life, not only coaching, but, you know, creating documentaries and writing books and doing speaking. You've got to have that energy. And I think, you know, this sort of energy comes from true passion. And that's what I see in you, that you light up when you speak about this topic. And I know for you is the transformation is the help and the support of other people that really lights you up.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And people are awesome. Women are amazing. Mothers are incredible. I mean, we navigate so much. So any way I can be of support to anybody out there, I I would be truly honored to be of service.
0: Just last few questions before we go. Um, how do you feel can women be more empowered in motherhood and on this journey? perhaps when they don't feel so strong or them usual
1: selves, how can they be more empowered? I think that's a beautiful question. The best advice I would have is self-care and self-compassion. As mothers, we tend to do everything for everyone else and we don't take care of ourselves in the process. Baby comes first, family comes first, got to clean the bottles, got to make the dinner, got to do all the things. It is so important that each mother takes care of themselves. And I say this to mothers all the time, and I did not do this, and it was a mistake. When your baby takes a nap, please lay down. And if you cannot nap, I'm could not. i not a napper. I have too much trauma in my gra- background. I try and nap, and I'm like, it's just who I am. But lay there and just be quiet and rest and take care of yourself. And when you do make a mistake, when you yell at your baby or your child and you're horrified, Forgive yourself. Don't beat yourself up and find a safe person that you can call, that you can cry to, that you can say, Oh my God, I can't believe this. Someone who truly, truly has your back, not those people who are like, I got you, girl. And then they're talking about you to everyone else. And we all know those girls. But find someone that you truly can talk to, whether it be someone in your family or a friend. Or your spouse it doesn't matter who it is but find support
0: beautiful such a beautiful advice and i can feel it coming from your heart if there is one thing that you wish someone told you during either during pregnancy or when you're going through your lowest moments what do you wish that someone held your hand and just and just told you these words
1: that is such an important question i wish someone would have held my hand and said, I want you to be aware of something called perinatal mood disorders. It does not mean that you will ever navigate it, but I do want you to be aware of it. I've actually done so much around getting mandates in gynecologist's office and screenings to make sure that these questions are now more frequently asked. If there's a history of depression in your family, that is something you should definitely be aware of. If you have a traumatic birth, definitely be aware and just take inventory of where you're at but i truly wish people would talk about this more so we can decimate the stigma and normalize this because it it affects one in 5 women it is normal to go through this and it affects one in 10 men and a lot of people don't know that
0: wow that's incredible to know and just raising awareness and you know you may not be a mom you may not be you may have gone past through that stage, but you may have friends, girlfriends, mothers, sister, or someone in, in your circle who are becoming moms. Make sure you have that awareness within your own inventory so you can support someone because you could be that person who could say, just be aware of that and yes. to take signs, right? Early signs of it to have that support. is just so, so incredible. Tanya, thank you for imparting your knowledge, your story, and your experience with our listeners today.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so honored and it's been a pleasure.
0: Amazing. So for those of you who are wanting to connect with Tanya, the show notes will be available in the notes. So do make sure you follow different websites um, to to connect and perhaps book your discovery session. If you want to find out a little bit more uh, from Tanya and hear her talk at the upcoming Women Thrive Summit. So her talk is about from overcoming prenatal mood disorders to changing the world. There's going to be truly empowering and inspirational talk That will be happening around March, between March 20th and the 24th. So do make sure you book your free spot for this Women Thrive Summit. Head over to womenthrivesummit.com and register for your spot. And we look forward to seeing you on another podcast episode. Tanya, thank you so much for for being here today. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Thanks very much. And we look forward to seeing you on another episode. Bye-bye. Did you enjoy this episode? share it with the world. Make sure to also leave a review and subscribe for future episodes.